Hey, this is Parsha with the Author's Leverage. And as you know, if you listen to this show a number of times, you know that we are all about having conversations that support what it means to be a smart and successful author today. And one of the topics that is one of my favorite is about platform building. Uh, so many authors that we speak to um, still, you know, they have such a powerful message and, you know, really, really great techniques and ways that they explain them. But when it comes to how to be found, how to be how to stand out you know, among the crowd. There's a lot of work that comes into play around platform building. And so I'm really excited today to have on with us an expert in this field who's going to really help us understand what does it really mean to be building a platform, right? How, what does that look like? What does that mean? How can we be successful with it today? So I'm excited for this conversation and excited that you are here. Let's get started. You're listening to The Author's Leverage. You've written a book. You got it published, and you know you can make a much bigger impact with it than you already have. Maybe you're in the process of writing and publishing, and want to be smart about how you help others, and make more money while doing it. Welcome to the Author's Leverage Podcast, your guide to building a profitable business and changing more lives with your published work. This is the number one show that brings you tips on making you a more successful author from the very best experts around, every week. Our mission is to help you blast through the noise and get you clear on your path to success as an author. You'll be equipped with practical tips and insights from host Parshel Tashi and her featured guests. And you'll leave each episode more excited, more confident to get that dream authorship life that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and get ready. We're about to get real. We're about to clear. And from here, the sky's the limit. Here's your host, a former school teacher turned creative media entrepreneur and now founder of The Author's Leverage, Parshel Tashi. Yay, and joining me today is Juliet Clark. And again, we're talking about platform building today. And Juliet Clark, she has been featured on ABC, NBC, Fox, and Market Watch as a recognized expert in the publishing world. She is a dynamic and sought after speaker and podcaster who has spent the last 20 years helping authors, coaches, speakers, and small businesses all over the world publish and drive their books to bestsellers. Her podcast, Promote Profit Publish, helps entrepreneurs understand how to use great tools in the coaching and small business spaces. So thank you for being here, Juliet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Author's Leverage. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And, and I love, I mean, you've spent 20 years in this field, 20 years. And I, I just, I can only imagine just uh, for you getting started and, you know, what you're observing and seeing today. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into this space and um, share, I, you know, the first big question I have is like, what is the biggest difference that you see now, like in a span of 20 years in this industry? Wow, loaded question. So I started out out of college in publishing, traditional publishing, and I went on to work uh, with Shiat Day Advertising. So strong publishing, start strong um, marketing background. And in 2007, uh, I went through a really ugly divorce. <laughs> Look at this. She's like, that's not what I expected to hear. <laughs> Um, I went through a really ugly divorce and, you know, kids were going back and forth and suddenly I had time to write that mystery novel that I'd always wanted to write. And when it came time to publish it, 
I thought, you know, I'm going to try this new self-publishing thing because that's, you know, really when it picked up steam was 2007, 2008. And I hired a company and I got into it and I was like, I, I just from my publishing experience with traditional publishing, I, I didn't think that that self-publishing world was serving authors at all. It was more about their profits and what they were doing and the things they were selling were not helpful. So um, after a really bad experience with them, my second book, because I had even more time on my hands, <laughs> um, I, I learned and, and learned how to self-publish and started building the platform the way that I thought it should be built. And, um, you know, social media broke on to the scene about the same time. So, you know, all of a sudden there was a new thing that I had to learn and master that I never had from my traditional days. And so by my third book, I had built a following on some relatively bad mystery novels. Like I wouldn't even recommend you read my book. They were so bad <laughs> at the time. But um, the, uh, by, I sold over 25,000 copies and there was a guy in the town I lived in who had this book, Raw Raw, and people were going to his events, but then they couldn't figure out how to publish the books. So they were bringing me the books, we were building platforms, and that's really how all of this got started. Um, at the time, I was selling high-end real estate and I didn't... I didn't even think about publishing it. I just kind of like the accidental publisher, but I saw a need and I said, you know what, I'm going to do this because this is what people really need is to understand, you know, how to build that platform, use the book as a nurture tool and then build revenue on those uh, products and services that they had. A hundred percent. And, and just to, clarify and bring understanding to that term platform and platform building. Um, can you explain what that means, uh, what that is and, and why it's important for authors? Yes. Yeah, so um, first of all, if you go back to any basic campaign, online campaign, you start out with awareness. And if you're doing any sort of Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, if you've ever done Google ads, that anybody you hire is going to tell you, you start with an awareness campaign, you go into a nurture campaign, and then it's the revenue building. So um, where we go with this, the platform building is actually the awareness campaign. And most, the, the problem that I see out there is most people write the book because they want to gener the re generate the revenue, they want more people, but the book is the nurture tool. So they've left out that audience building, that trust building, value building place where they can bring that audience to follow them and then into the book that's the nurture tool and then into those revenue generators that are the you know the coaching products the services uh consultants whatever it is that you do as an expert out there so that that is the platform the platform is actually made up we we have a talk we give that is on the eight stages of author platform building and it starts with brand, so you need that brand. Um, it works into content, which content is your trust builder. You need it. Right now, we're developing content, and look how easy it is, you guys. I mean, I know it's a lot of work on your end because it's a podcast, but um, that's your content builder, and, and you can re repurpose that. People listen to you. They trust your advice. Um, and then being able to transition that into social media. So now you're sharing your content. 
into the building that email list, developing lead magnets that bring people into your email list. Because remember, at the end of the day, social media doesn't belong to you. So we've seen Mark Zuckerberg do several iterations, change algorithms where people have lost their own audience. So you need to bring them into the email list. And then adding power partners who celebrate your business, refer you, and also uh, using the media in advance of your book. So all of those things work together to really give the most impact to your launch, which is the next phase of it. Wow. I, it makes so much more sense just to see it as an awareness piece because you have to have that as part of that campaign or really any campaign. How are, gonna, how are people going to have that trust, know who you are, and even then want to make the next step, right? That There's that, that awareness piece that's so huge. So platform building is about that. And, and you mentioned podcasting, which you know has so many layers to it because if you do it on video, then it can become audio, of course, and then it can become... Nice written stuff, it could become social media excerpts, it becomes like a plethora of things. Are you finding that to be the, the what you recommend most authors do when it comes to just having something consistent? Because, you know, we think about the, the platform building, I know that a lot of people are thinking about their time, <laughs> thinking about, well, how much effort is this going to take, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, that's such a concern. So how do you approach that conversation and advise still that, you know, there's some, there is a way that you can do it to be consistent with it? Um, what do you usually recommend? Yeah, I, I recommend that you take the modality that is easiest for you to be consistent. So is that video? Is it like, I love a, my podcast, your podcast. Talk about a repurposing boom. Um, you can put it over on YouTube. So now you have a YouTube channel consistently posting once a week. Um, it goes out to all the podcasts. Uh, mine, I don't know about yours, mine goes out to Roku TV, Apple TV. Um, so it's repurposed in all those different ways. Mine is transcribed into a blog because as a teacher, as a former teacher, you know that you want to include all those learning modalities in there because people receive the information in different ways. So that's just the basics of it. Now we actually take that we break it down into social media posts. We write articles. We have a monthly magazine. So now that that those interviews are repurposed into articles for the magazine. So uh, into social media posts, into highlighting other people. So there, once you create a good piece of content, the the opportunities to repurpose are endless. So you have to keep that in mind too. If you can take even twenty minutes a week and produce something like this on a consistent basis, you have all the content you need to start building trust and value. And if I can speak to that for a moment, many people push back on the trust and value piece. And they'll say, if I give away all of my good stuff, nobody will hire me. And the truth is that probably 95% of the people out there will not take action on it so it will lead those people to hire you because they realize that no matter how motivated they are, they need an expert to help them develop it. So first of all, it's the time. You have to make the time. And second of all, it's the don't, don't hold back because the more value, the more trust. If you can provide someone in a call like this, with an instant gratification tip that works, 
they're going to follow you because oh, yeah. you just gave them something valuable that they could utilize in a really quick manner. So I should let That's you huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a new day and age really where so much can come from really just focused effort and just, I, I, I see it as just you making that consistent effort to keep the conversation going, to be in conversation about your subject matter and you know, it can be, of course, based on your book through different conversations, right? You have to really have something in play that's going to, you know, to your point, be something that fits your modality and what you, what's going to be the best one for you. So when we, when we first talked, when we first met, there's something that you said to me and it stuck with me ever since, <laughs> because you said, uh, you said you just told an author recently says, look, you're not going to get an ROI on your book. Yes. <laughs> And I thought, whoa, like that's, you know, it's an interesting statement. Like t t talk a little bit about where, uh, what, what, why you said that and, uh, and, and just your, your thoughts on that. Yeah. So remember I talked about the things that I found in the publishing world. Yes. Um, we are very transparent with our authors who are experts. You will get negative ROI directly from this book. So if you're someone who keeps track of your ROI on a project management basis, this is not your direct money maker. The money you put out, this is a nurture tool. Where you will see the ROI is when people read that nurture tool, they read that book, and they say, you know, uh, Parshel is my person going to go buy that bigger program product or service so that's I'm very upfront with people because a lot of really good business coaches will come in and say you know they're looking for the ROI on the project so I want to be really upfront with it if you're someone like me or or you out you know you produce coast co uh, courses um, there are hundreds of people who do what you do but if I hire you, it's going to be because I've sort of stalked you. <laughs> um, I've followed you. You've built a platform. I'm looking at this book. I like your personality. I like your take. I like the way you present it. And so that would make me an even bigger fan and moving into now I want to hire her. I'm willing to go from that awareness to I'm going to drop $30 and find out what she's all about in that book to, okay, I'm ready to spend 35, 45, 55, you know, $10,000 on the next step. Said, so, and that's what it's really all about. When you write that book from the heart, people get to know who do you work with? I work with action people. I am, as one of my clients just described me in the acknowledgements for book, I am the whip cracker. <laughs> and if that, but if you read a book that I wrote and you perceive that I'm a whip cracker, but maybe you are more of a nurturer, you probably wouldn't hire me. But if mm -hmm. you're that person who says, yes, phew, I need that accountability. I need somebody who's going to be direct with me and tell me the truth. Then that would be the logical next step. So it really does allow you to set yourself in a nurture space apart from your competition and allow people to understand that you're their person. Wow. Wow. And that, that takes a lot too of, of making that, that, that distinction, right. And, and speaking to 
that specific person, connecting with those people in different ways. Um, that, that's what I feel like it is. It's from that connection that these natural progressions in the next step of a relationship form um, from them just being somebody that you know on the internet to someone that you're actually spending time with. They're actually saying your name and talking with you and you know giving you support. I mean, it's, it's all gonna be connected and really um, grounded by that sense of just connection and relationship building at the end of the day. Through, through value. It, it is. And the other thing is too, is I, I know I've been in this longer, like with this direct business than you have, but it used to be back, like people would just click and buy something that was a thousand, two thousand $2,000. They don't do that anymore. Too many people got burned. So mm -hmm. what this allows you to do is to sort of build that audience. Um, instead of building a, the old fashioned funnels that take you, you know, click, 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 you have to find that balance as an author, coach, speaker, whatever, whatever you're doing with it, to what is that balance where I can attract, people are aware of me, I can attract, mm -hmm. but now it turns into an actual conversation. And like, I know you have big ticket items, I have big ticket items, nobody's just going to click. So you have to figure out where in all of that you're going to build that transition where it goes from a click or a download into let's talk and, and, and making that let's, let's talk, not about uh, let's talk and I'm going to sell you something. Let's talk and get to know each other. I might not mm -hmm. be your person. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And you know, the, the other thing that comes to mind is, really thinking about the the time, right? How, you know, and having realistic expectations around this sort of activity. So I would love for you to speak to that as well, because I think oftentimes it's easy to, to give up when you thought you would have a thousand by tomorrow and you're still at whatever it is, right? What are really healthy, I, I say healthy because it can get kind of, you know, it can go a little off balance, but how do you you know, provide a really strong expectation that is manageable and something that you can still feel excited about over, you know, over a period of time and just having the expectation. So marketing is always a guess at first. Mm. And when you start out, you, you build your avatar, your, you know, your reader or buyer avatar, and then you start validating. And all of that takes time. We tell people a minimum of six to 12 months and don't sell a lot during that. So imagine that this is like dating and Parshel meets me or, you know, whatever, whatever partner, they, they meet you at a restaurant for a date. You sit down at the table and they say, oh my God, you're amazingly beautiful. Will you marry me? <laughs> Would you say yes? Or would you look at your phone, run to the bathroom, <laughs> call an Uber, get out your little MacGyver kit, uh, disengage the emergency exit door and run? That's what most people do. I mean, that's what, that's what I would do. I would run. Um, but that's what most people feel like when you go in, right into the sell, sell, sell. So you have to do the aware. You have to do the nurture. All of that takes time. If you were to go out and hire somebody today to do Facebook ads or Google ads, they're going to tell you the same thing. We need three to six months to validate mm -hmm. and make them aware before we start the nurture campaign that leads to the sell campaign. So you have to think of it like that. When you rush in and you have those unrealistic expectations and you're getting a lot of rejection and no's, 
you really have to sit down and evaluate. Am I selling too soon? Am I, you know, am I too hardcore with my selling? You know, what is it that I'm doing? I mean, for, for me, it was actually, I had to learn how to uh, close better because I was used to, I sold real estate before this, uh, high-end mm -hmm. real estate. So I could close a real estate deal in person, but it's a little bit different when you're just meeting someone and closing. So I had to learn some new skills oh, around okay. that. And, and that's probably the biggest part of this is building a platform has a really steep learning curve. So as far as I've got to build a lead magnet, I've got to build a landing page, I have to get a copywriter and, and I have to build content. That's a lot of stuff to learn and then execute. And that's why you really, I love that you brought up the realistic expectations because most people don't have them. <laughs> Because there's so much that goes into it, like you just said, you know, copywriter, uh, someone to help you with the, the creation of things, organizing, posting, you know, there, there's so much that goes into it. So you're right, there's a huge, huge learning curve. Is that, um, and I know that you support authors in a number of ways, so I would love to hear about what it's like to work with you and what sort of uh, successes you've seen thus far in your work. Um, well, I'm a whipcracker. <laughs> I'm a, uh, so I'm, I'm an action person. I, I don't like if, if you and I have a call or you're coaching, it's not just I'm going to give you an assignment. Like I'm going to tell you how to do that assignment, where to go, what to do. Um, we work with a lot of authors. We'll do a one or two month coaching package where it's let's build the lead magnet. And it's literally let's go do this series of seven videos or you know, whatever it is, that's the most recent one we did. Now we have to go back and copyright a landing page. We have to have it designed. We have to have your web designer create it. Um, we need a drip campaign. So you know, we most of the time I end up writing it and then having my client edit it, kind of change it to their wording a little bit. But um, so all of that takes time and we're actually in action all the time. You're going to get an assignment. This is how you do it. This is what you need to do. And you better show up next time with it done. <laughs> you better. You need a sound effect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, you know, as part of that, too, I, I'm really cognizant of the fact that people get overwhelmed and stuck. So if you're working with me, you have my text number. And I would rather you text me and say, I'm trying to do this. I'm hitting a wall. You know, and, and I will literally say you need to go do this or I have an mm -hmm. opening at three. Let's jump on and get this resolved real quick because mm -hmm. I don't want to see them lag behind on it either. Because I know once you get frustrated and overwhelmed, most of the time it's over. Like you'll, you'll just stop. So it, it really is about pushing through because that learning curve is so steep. And I think you have the same thing with the courses that you produce. You know, people how do I say it? we have a course called I love content where it's actually a one month course and we actually show people how to build their content. And the biggest thing, which I'm sure happens with your courses too, is all of a sudden people kind of get like overwhelmed. Stupid is what I call it <laughs> where, you know, like they, like, I, I don't know what to put down on paper. Mm. just your own it's your own self blocking because you have the knowledge you just need to get down and do it so it's getting you through those blocks too and and i'm pretty sure with courses i i 
did, I worked with a coach back in 2016 and I did the same thing. Like, oh my God, you know, what if, I just, you know, my, my mind was blocking it. So, um, and, and you probably know this, there's a lot of, I guess that's sort of a writer's block. Would you call that writer's block? I suppose so. It feel it definitely yeah. feels like a block. It's just totally, it's an inner conflict. Totally. Yeah, it is. So I always attribute that to, um, it doesn't matter. I get sort of spiritual about it from my own experience it's sort of like God or universe, whoever you use as a higher power, saying to you, hey, Juliet, you've got some amazing stuff in your head, but I need you to heal something before we move you to that next level. I always mm. sort of attribute those blocks to that. Like, I've, I've made you amazing, but I need you to kind of move it to the next level and heal something to be even more amazing. Yeah. Wow. What do you, what do you feel are the, are, are there common areas that you would say need healing or need that, that attention? Any commonalities think, across the board, you know? I think it's individual for every yeah. person because you know, that, that spirituality and inner healing has to do with whatever holds you back. And I think, all of, us, that's very specific, all of us yeah. have our own obstacles that we have to, we have to get through. A hundred percent. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's that common feeling, I think of like not feeling good enough, you know, something that you're doing is, isn't necessarily up to par. Uh, it's, it's not going to be good enough, whatever. And I think that that's one of the core things I know that I have, you know, definitely struggled with at times when it's come to creating content and just, you know, going about life period. And so I think that at the root of all of those different triggers and opportunities that come up, really at the root of it is how we feel about ourselves and how, you know, how, how we're processing that and, and developing that day to day. Yeah, it is. We actually work with uh, Jen Koken. We send our clients over there for, uh, you know, if I start identifying imposter syndrome, because I, a lot of authors, I would say uh, probably about a month just a month to two months before the book actually comes out, I'll see them just melt. And I know right away it's, I'm scared. Um, you know, this is a big step. What if people don't like it? What if, you know, there's all those what ifs that come mm. up in your mind. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you just have to clear them out and move forward. And it can be scary. Can yeah. be very scary. Yeah, 100%. That's why you talk so much about action. I mean, that's, I think that's the key really is the action is going to be what propels you forward. And a lot of times through, um, through those areas that really need our healing, it's like, it's tied to some action as well. That's going to be taken to really take your, your life in a different direction. Yeah. I, I think every business owner out there would be a proponent of personal development because you, you can't make improvements in your business without improving yourself a lot of times. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, Julie, this is such a good conversation. I know I, I can always talk a long time about that and just, you know, mindset and, and spiritual growth and personal growth, because I think you're right. It's so directly tied to entrepreneurship. And I remember thinking to myself uh, where somebody actually told me, it says, if you when you jump into entrepreneurship, it's really, you know, just time to focus on you. <laughs> There's going to be so many things that um, come about just in your own personal growth 
as, as a person, as a human. So, um, so I love that. Um, please, I, I would love for you to share as well where people can reach and contact you and uh, connect with you further. I know you have a lot of really exciting things that people can access that are tuning in. Um, but yeah, if you would share just what your last parting words of advice would be to the listeners and then where folks can uh, connect with you. So in this journey of building a platform, always keep in mind that a click is not a relationship. So be cognizant of how many clicks it takes to build with you to actually build a personal relationship, because that's your goal in it. Um, people can find me, you can email me at Juliet at superbrandpublishing.com. We have a free magazine you can go grab breakthroughauthormagazine.com. And if you're somebody who's at the beginning of all this, um, we have a new course coming up. It's called Build Your Author Avatar. You can find it at buildyourauthoravatar.com. And it actually takes you through the market research you need to do to start validating and doing everything you need. So whether you have books, courses, you're speaking, whatever it is, it's a really deep dive into probably what is the first step of, of building that awareness audience is understanding who they are and how to connect with them. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here, Juliet. And I highly encourage anyone listening uh, to connect with Juliet and see what she's up to. This amazing things that she has in place. And it's really backed by uh, true industry experience and somebody who just genuinely cares. Like that's what I really appreciate about you. So um, thank you for being here. And oh, one last question before, before we, we jump off. Um, uh -oh. That is, what is your one word? So if there was one word from Juliet to the rest of the world as a message, what would that one word be? Oh, gosh. Always be winsome. That's why I named my company. You know, hey. that's win, winsome is my word that describes me and the people I work with. Winsome. Wow. I, I love it. I love it. Thanks again for being here. Uh, and I appreciate so much that you have uh, contributed today and just how you're helping authors. It really is inspiring. And I, I, I love just your energy and how you present and communicate. So thanks for sharing with us today. And for those tuning in, thanks again for being here. And we will see you again next time. Thank you. You've been tuning into the Authors Leverage Podcast. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our latest guest appearances and receive the best of the best strategies on successful authorship today. And be sure to connect with us and with today's guests using the links below this episode. If you're interested in turning your bestseller into a premium and profitable online course, head on over to our website and schedule a call with us today. Until next time, remember, publishing creates credibility, but products create cash. You can repurpose your book as a learning experience to make the impact and the income you want as an author. We'll see you on the next episode of The Author's Leverage.